Welcome to the Center Point Pentecostal Church Podcast. We hope that this podcast finds you well and that you are ready for a life-changing message from one of our outstanding and anointed ministers. If you like this podcast, please be sure to give us a follow and a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. Now let's get to today's message. From out of anything, any circumstance, any problem, any sin, because it's the God we serve. But we are in the right presence where those things can happen. Where the presence of the Lord is, there's freedom and liberty. There's power in the Holy Ghost. When we are in His presence, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, before I start, Brother T. Paul, get me a mic. I count it honor today to have someone in this room with us this morning. One of the greatest men that God has ever put in Carl Beard's life. Brother Eldon Reeves is with me in this church this morning. My first pastor that pastored me 30-something years ago. I want him to testify. Brother Carl, it's good to be here. In fact, at my age, it's good to be anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a beautiful building. Thank you. And a tremendous crowd of worshipers. Yes. I like the spirit of worship. Wow. That is here in this place today. Thank you. Thank now, you. Our God is a great big God. And as I see things coming to pass just in this world it's all fitting together to those things that were written to us from the apostles and I'm thankful I'm thankful that I am ready to meet him I want to stay ready amen from getting ready that's right amen amen thank you Jesus If his health would allow him, I would be more than honored to hear him preach or teach this morning than myself. But his health won't allow him to. I guess about 10 years ago, I was in Opelousas and I loved McDonald's coffee because it's community. And I pulled in at McDonald's in Opelousas and there sat Brother Reeves. And I, he was sick with some heart problems and just a few other little things that he was battling with in his body. And, I, and, and the first thing I tell him, Brother Reeves, you look good. He said, Brother Beard, ain't nothing wrong with my looks. <laughs> it's just my health. <laughs> but we appreciate you being here today. Thank you for being in the house of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I've been trying to preach part two of this for several weeks. But I'm not complaining because last week God took control Sunday morning and he preached. And if God would just all of a sudden decide he wants to take over this Sunday morning, then we'll just let him preach again. Amen. We want Jesus to take his liberty in this church. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. 
definitely there is a revival spirit at Centerpoint Pentecostal Church. Right after service, I will be baptizing Sister Elisa in the lovely name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of her sin. But I want to start by saying this in 23. We can have as much of God as we desire. Someone texted me this morning and said, Pastor, I made up my mind. I'm going to wake up early in the morning. I'm going to drink me a cup of coffee. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to pray. Then I will get dressed and go to work. Amen. 23, we can have as much of God as we want. Amen. God is definitely moving in this church. You can see it every weekend. In the direction that Center Point is going, I can honestly say we are going in the right direction. Amen. Amen. It's time in 23 for us to turn our houses into the lighthouses in our community. It's time for us to take our social clubs, as Jesus says, and turn it into the house of prayer. That's his house. It's time for us, you and I, to take our lives to share this gospel to every creature. That's what time it is. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. So I want to preach today, and I want God to use this message for his kingdom. I can't get away from it. It's a reason that God is going to allow me to preach part two of this message. You know, sometimes when you study so hard and, and you put your notes and you, you study and, and, and you put time in this, it's just hard to get up here and just give you half of it and, and you just feel like you shorted somebody, you know, with, with the rest of it. So today I'm going to do that. I'm going to give you part two of it. Praise the Lord. So in our text today, we're going to read Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13 one more time. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Amen. Amen. We can do all things through Christ who gives you and I strength. Anything we can do if God is on our side. Father, we just thank you for this day. I know the power of your anointing, of your spirit, God, is wanting to move. And let us, as your ch children, Lord, allow the spirit of the Lord move in this, bit, in this place today, God. Because we need you, Lord. We need the anointing to set in this place. We need the power to move in this place. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we'll give you the glory for it. Amen. And you may be seated. Amen. Praise God. God says, I can. We say we can't. Who is right? God. If God said I can, then I can. Acts 1 and 8, the Bible says, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. So that I can and you can comes with the power of the Holy Ghost. In my natural body, I'm limited. But in my spiritual man, I'm unlimited. I can become and do whatever God wants me to do in this life. Praise the Lord. Praise God. We shall receive power. Philippians chapter 4 and 13 means me, not my brother, not my sister, 
Come on, not my pastor, not the preachers, but me. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Praise the Lord. Meaning this, it's personal. God is talking individually that we can do all things through Christ. Meaning this, you can do whatever you want to do in him because God gives you the strength. God gives you the power to do whatever you want in him. Praise the Lord. The Apostle Paul was speaking here. And he was speaking to himself. Now you got to realize the Apostle Paul, three shipwrecks, left for dead. So he had to speak to himself sometimes. What David said, he had to encourage himself sometimes in the Lord. It's not always I'm going to call Brother Francois and he's going to answer his phone. And not every time I'm going to call Brother Boyle for sure, he's not going to answer his phone. But I know this, if I dial 911 Jesus, come on, he's going to answer, amen, when I call. Because he is that kind of God. He is faithful, amen, to you and I. So I can, you can become whatever God wants you to become. The scripture says I can. That means I can. Amen. We relied on too many people for too long to do what God has called you and I to do. It's so easy to say, oh, let Brother Francois do this. Oh, let Brother T. Paul do this. But God sometimes wants you and I to do something. And believe me, whatever you do for God, you may not be able to do it as, may not be able to do it better than somebody else. That doesn't matter. Just as long as you do it. Please God more than man. Please God more than anything in this world. If God is calling you to do something for his kingdom, do it with all your strength. Do it with all your might. And it doesn't matter how good it sounds or what it looks like. God is going to bless it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God, you're good. I can. Repeat this with me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I got half of the church. Say it again. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Now that's you. That's you. Point at yourself. That's me. Come on. That's me. You can. But we depend on everybody else to do what God has called us to do. Amen. Amen. God said I can. You can. You can. I know personally that this church knows how to pray. I have seen you prayed and I have heard you prayed. Last Sunday morning we had an awesome move of God in this place. Two people received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Two people spoke in a heavenly language only because this church knows how to pray. Prayer is the key. Prayer holds the power. Prayer holds the answer. If we want an apostolic Holy Ghost revival like they had in the book of Acts, we're going to have to do what they did in the book of Acts. We're going to have to get ourselves in a sacred place and get in an upper room and say, God, I want a revival that nothing or nobody can stop, not just in my life, but God in my family, in my friends, in my church. Oh my, I want an apostolic Holy Ghost field revival. But it comes in prayer. It comes in prayer. The greatest revival ever took place on this earth was in the book of Acts chapter 2. 
When they were in the upper room, they were filled because they were seeking something that they didn't have on this earth. That's why our world is in the conditions that it's in today. Because they're seeking for what you and I have. But it seems they can't find it. The reason why they're going to church every Sunday, they're doing everything they know to do, but they're still not getting the answers. Only because what the truth is, is where the Spirit of God is. Praise God. But where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's going to be a demonstration of His power, of His anointing, of His grace, and of His amazing saving grace. Woo! Hallelujah. It can happen. And it will happen. Praise the Lord. The book of Acts Revival, it didn't come cheap. It came with a price. But you know in first in 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people which is called by my name, would humble themselves, pray, seek his face, turn from our wicked ways. He said he would hear from heaven and heal our land. You know what this world needs? It needs the apostolic church to rise up in these last days like we never rose up before and proclaim the gospel and proclaim my family is going to be saved. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Praise the name of Jesus. Why? Because I can. You can. Because God said we can. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Who? Let's just worship him just for a few minutes. Hallelujah. 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 Somehow, this year, have to get our faith built back up. In the last several years, come on, Satan has worked overtime on each and every one of us. With all the problems in our world, everything that's going on, the sickness everywhere, troubles everywhere, and Satan has worked overtime on our faith. But somehow this year in 23, I got to get you and I to a place believing in our own self, believing in our own prayer, believing in the God that we serve, believing that God will do whatever we ask him to do. It's my job to get this church back into believing in prayer. Come on, prayer. It, prayer works. Come on, prayer works. I said prayer still works in 23. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It still works in 23. Praise God. Somehow, we got to get our confidence back in God and say, I can't pray for the sick and they shall recover. I can't pray for somebody that's seeking the Holy Ghost and they will receive the Holy Ghost. We got to get that faith back inside of us this year. If we're going to see an apostolic move of God, if we're going to see God, hey, bring people after people, soul after soul in this church, we're going to have to start believing him for it. Come on, somebody. If you believe it, I promise you God will do it. Praise the Lord. If you, hey, if you put some strength in your faith, God will show you what he can do because he can do it because he is God. I said he is God. He is God. This church... Hallelujah. This church, I'm not talking about no other church. I'm talking about this church, the church that I pastor. I know you. I've been with you for 14 years. I know you. I know who you are. I pastor one of the greatest churches 
in this world, not just in this community, but in this world. I pastor great people that knows how to sacrifice, that knows how to pray, that knows how to do whatever God has called the church to do. I know that. But sometimes our faith gets beat up. Sometimes, hey, our dreams get, it just gets crumbled. God is wanting to renew some dreams in this place tonight. God is wanting to renew some lives in this place today. God is wanting to renew some strength in this, and trust in this place today. He could do it. I said he could do it. But this church has a way of turning people to God. Amen. Why do you think Sister Lelisa is getting baptized tonight? Why do you think Sister Lerigis is that is now coming to this church? I'll tell you why. That young lady right here that's sitting on the pew, the Bible says give credit where credit is due. Amen. Holy Ghost credit comes your way. But anyhow, why? She works in our school program right here in Marksville. And you know what she does on her little time off? She witnesses to people because the proof is in the pudding. Teachers, listen to me. You got teachers that's rubbing shoulders with you every day that needs the God that you serve. People that you rub shoulders with every day need Jesus. How do they learn and get to know about Jesus? Tell them that Jesus loves them. Tell them they got a church that loves them. Tell them they got a church that will pray for them. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's how it happens. Sheep begot sheep. Give me a little more volume, Brother Rodney, if you would. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Not Coral Beard, but the Holy Ghost is wanting to stir up the gift that is within us. Come on, we can ever get this real gift, the Holy Ghost stirred up inside of each and every one of us. Nothing would stop us. Come on, there wouldn't be nothing would stop this church from being and becoming whatever God has planned for us. Amen. At least I got some of you believing me this morning. Did I walk in the right church? Maybe I need to walk outside and make sure I didn't step in the wrong church. Come on, somebody. Hey, we can, if we believe this stuff 40 years, 30 years ago, why can't we still believe this stuff in 23? Because it still can happen. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Anthony, just several weeks ago, got the Holy Ghost. I texted him a couple of days later. I said, Brother Anthony, how the Holy Ghost feel? He said, it feels good. Amen. Brother Sonny got the Holy Ghost just a couple of weeks ago. Brother Sonny, you can't hold Brother Sonny down. Come on, he's excited about what God has done in his life. God baptized the church with that kind of excitement. I can't wait to get to the house of God. I can't wait to get to the prayer room. I can't wait to see what God is going to do in our services. Hey, hey. Oh, but we'll get excited if somebody gives us a $100 bill or maybe a 1000 or maybe a dollar. 
We get excited for that kind of stuff. But what about this eternal stuff? <laughs> he didn't have to give me the Holy Ghost. But I'm very oh, so thankful that he did. He could have chose a whole lot better person to fill me with the Holy Ghost. But God says, no, I'm not worried about who you are. I'm just, I'm just, I see what you're going to be. So he puts me in a great man's life to mentor me, to put me under his wings, to love me, to assure me that what I started, I could finish. Oh, you didn't hear me. I started in this fire 33 years ago, baby, and I refuse to let the fire go because what started in me 33 years ago, I'm going up with it. I say, I'm going up with it. I'm going, I'm leaving this world with that. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! You know, when them old diesel Fords, the Ford diesels, you got to plug them things in the winter days. And if you don't plug them in, them old glow plugs will not get hot enough to crank that old Ford. And it's because it's the Ford number one. <laughs> but you got to plug them old diesels in, Brother Francois. You know what I'm talking about. You know, 30 degree weather in Louisiana, we freezing. You know, so you got to plug them old diesels up. You know what you do? You pre-warm the blow plugs. <laughs> I wish to God this church would stay plugged in. That I don't have to always, every time you walk in here, re reheat your blow plugs. Come on, somebody needs to stay plugged in Jesus. Come on, somebody needs to stay plugged in the Word. Somebody needs to be to stay plugged in prayer. And when we walk into this place, we can see God move. We can see God do things. I done spent 15 minutes of my message this morning to plug you up. Shame on us. Shame on us. I said shame on us. We ought to come in this church plugged up. We ought to come in this church with high expectations and say, oh, my God, if God filled two last Sunday with the Holy Ghost, I can't wait to see what God's going to do here this morning. <laughs> I feel like I'm at a Mardi Gras parade. Throw me something, mister. Give us enough. There's nothing new under the sun. This message I preached, you can believe it. It probably was preached a hundred times before. Nothing is new. But the only thing can be renewed is Jesus in us. Every day. Come on. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That's you, sir. That's, that's me. You can pray for people when they're seeking the Holy Ghost. When people are sick in their bodies, you can come up here and say, Pastor, give me that bottle of oil. You won't intimidate me. Please ask for it. Or ask for your own bottle and I'll put your name on it. But it's our job as the church to move in the places God wants us to move. So you come and ask, and I promise you, you won't offend me. God is not going to work just only in the preacher. But God's going to work in everybody who allows him to work. You know how you let God work? You make yourself available. Not sometimes. 
Hey, if I made myself available the only time, if the only time I made myself available is when I felt good, nothing would get done spiritually in my life. Because the devil that fights you guys is the same devil that fights your pastor. You think I want to come up here and scream and snot and jump and run? No. I would love to do what some of you doing right now, sleeping on me. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know this church has a way you're good of helping people turn around and heading in the right direction. Well, how do I know that? I'm glad you asked. 22 new people belongs to this church in 22. We had 22 new people that's part of CPC in 22. So I know Somebody is doing their job of reaching the loss. But listen to me, we can't stop with 22, Brother Francois, because this is a brand new year. This is you and I, this is our season. This is where we're going to see our God high and lifted up. And you know when God is high and lifted up, come on, his train fills the temple. Now, hey, come on, his spirit fills the temple. And when the temple has the spirit of the Lord operating in it, oh my God, there's no telling what's going to happen. Whoo! But we got to have it. We got to have it. We got to have it. Amen. We cannot rely on others to do what God has called you and I to do. I can't fulfill your calling. You and God are the only ones can fulfill your calling. It's not up to me and you. It's up to you and God. We got to get past, seriously. We got to get past our fears of thinking that we cannot win nobody to God. We live in a world that is broken. They are undone. Their lives are a wreck. If there's any time that the church looks the beauteous or the prettiest, is in 23. Come on, this is the prettiest that the church has ever looked, especially in the world that we are living in. It's, it's here, church. We, we got to get out of that fear of thinking that we cannot win anybody to God. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a few statements today. Believe me, I'm not boasting on Carl Beard. I'm boasting on the God that I serve. I can remember 20-something years ago, Brother Francois, when I first came to, to Avalos Parish, God has always put a burden in my life for lost people. I wanted people to have what I have. I wanted people to experience the Holy Ghost. I wanted people to know there was more to life than just living. In my first year, Sister Betty, in a Vols Parish, one-on-one -on -one knocking doors in a Vols Parish, I wanted 50 brand new people to the house of God. One-on-one. -on -one. Why? Because it's my desire. I want people saved. Because the only hope this world has is in Jesus. Come on, the only hope they have is in Jesus. Now listen to me. I believe, this is what I believe. 
I don't believe that God wants to give us just individuals. I believe God is wanting to give us churches. Whew. Let me prove to you. 23 years ago, I was asked to go preach in a non-denominal church that didn't believe in Jesus' name baptism. That didn't believe in the, in the infilling of the Holy Ghost. That did not believe what I believed. But Brother Doc, I walked in this church scared. Yes, I was scared. I was shaking. I was, Brother, Brother Reese, I felt like Elvis Presley. I felt like I was all shook up. I was scared. But I walked in this church and I began to preach Jesus' name, baptism, then filling of the Holy Ghost. And you know what happened to that place that morning? The Holy Ghost fell in that church. In, a, in this church that did not believe nothing that I believed in. And the Holy Ghost began to sweep in that place. And you know what happens? The pastor and his wife were the first two. They came up, they lift their hands to Jesus, and God filled the pastor and his wife with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But the story does not stop. The story does not stop. And after the pastor and his wife received the Holy Ghost, hey, we baptized the pastor and his wife in the lovely name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of their sins. And then you know what followed the pastor and his wife? His whole congregation. Now, you're right, I'm nothing. But with him, whoo, I say with him, I say with him, I can do all things because he gives me the strength. It can happen. And that's what God is wanting us to do. We must quit procrastinating when it comes to teaching Bible studies. Do you realize if this building didn't have a foundation, it wouldn't be standing today? Do you know how new people get a foundation to live for God? Somebody has to put something underneath their feet. The greatest thing you can put under the feet of a new convert is the Bible. When you give them something that they can stand on, they're going to stand from the time they receive the Holy Ghost until Jesus raptures the church. Hey, just a couple of Sundays, a couple of Fridays ago, proof is in the pudding. I'm teaching Brother Brian, Sister Elisa, Sister Lareges. And some other ones, I forget who it was. Brother Sonny was all in a Bible study on a Friday night. And guess what happens? The Holy Ghost begins to come into the room and sweep in that place. Come on, and last Sunday morning, from the proof of a Bible study, Sister Elisa received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Sister Loregis received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The Bible still works. The Word still works. It's going to always work. We just got to trust it for what it says. Amen. So it works. It works. It works. Too many excuses when it comes time for doing something for God. It's not just for a few to outreach. No, sir. If you think this is the only one supposed to be winning people to God, it's just a ministry. You're thinking wrong. We are not to be singled out and to outreach our world. It takes the whole body of Christ to function together. Like I said the other day, Brother Rodney, you win somebody to God. 
You win that person, you teach them a Bible study, and then you don't see them no more. But I promise you this, somebody after that is going to take that water and they're going to they're going to put water on that little seed. Somebody, hey, some plant and the other water. But the, the deal, the main thing is the main thing. We got to plant the seed. And if we would start planting the right seeds in this community, it ain't no telling what God is going to bring up. Come on. There ain't no telling, Brother Herman. You ain't seen, we ain't seen nothing yet. But the deal is, is this. We can't stop planting. Because if we're going to ever have an increase in God, we got to plant. Hey, that's some time I'm planting the seeds. Hey, I need somebody to talk to me. I don't need to be talking to them. The devil don't whip me up so bad, I feel like a wet dog. I don't need to be telling nobody about Jesus. Somebody needs to be telling me about Jesus. But sometimes you just got to put that, them old feelings to the side and realize that it, that world is still dark. They're still lost. They need Jesus. Put all our feelings and all these things, put that stuff to the side. Because his, his will has to be done every day of our lives. Amen. So I can, you can do all things. Yes, you can live for God. You can teach a Bible study. You can reach the lost. You can. Come on. You can come to church faithfully. You can live for the Lord with everything you need. You can. Because God gives you that strength. Come on. Amen. We're setting up Bible studies right now. I'm telling you, we are setting up Bible studies right now. We just started when we finished. Hey, we, we got a, a, a new Bible study fixing a startup in Marksville. We got a Bible study fixing a startup in Hesma. We got a Bible study fixing a startup in Mooreville. Hey, no, and it's not going to be just a fixing a startup. We're going to start these things up. You know why? Because it's the only hope for our world. The word brings life. The letter kill it, but the word. How many of you are thankful for the word? Come on. How many of you truly, hey, I once was lost, but the word saved me. It gave me life. Amen. We can. We can. We can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. This church knows how to have faith for people to be healed. I've seen numerous of miracles. Sister Carol, how's your mom? She's going to do better after the day. This church knows how to believe God for miracles in my personal life, in my personal family's life. I see miracle after miracle after miracle. It's who we are. It's who God has made us to be. It's people witnessing his miracles and his power and his anointing. Amen. This church has, we have everything it takes to have one of the greatest revivals in 23. I told Brother T. Paul the other day, I'm not looking back. Man, when I walk into this church, I'm expecting God to move like never before. Like never before. Never before. Amen. Why? Because I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. What we have to do is memorize. You must memorize Philippians. Get it in your mind. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. You can. God has given us the power, amen, to do those things. Amen. We are not limited. God, there's no limitations living for God. 
if God could use a crazy Cajun like Carl Beard, come on. God could use anybody. I can remember calling one of my missionary friends after I was elected as pastor. I wanted him to come and preach for me. He said, yeah, Brother Beard. He says, I heard you became pastor. I said, yes, sir. Whoever would have thought. I sound like Sarah. Whoever thought me as Sarah at 90 years old could have a baby at 90 years old. You know, that's what was my thinking. And I said, who would have ever thought? He said, I knew that many years ago. I said, why you didn't tell me? He says, I was, he said, the reason why I didn't tell you, because I didn't want to scare you out of your ministry. <laughs> but what God has for us, nobody can take from us. God has a great revival in 23. Come on, God has a great revival for this church in 23. And I promise you this, if we would do our part by reaching the laws, God's going to do his part by saving their souls. I'm a firm believer, God will do it. I believe we're not limited in this church. I believe I can win my family to God. I believe you can win your family to God. It ain't no doubt. Hey, one out of eight. Brother Sonny, the worst one in my family. And what, that, what God does, he fills me with the Holy Ghost. You know what the other, the other seven said? Huh, that won't last long. That's what they told me. What you got won't last long. And here I am, 33 years later, still full of Jesus. Come on. Still has this mind made up. I'm going to walk the streets of gold. I'm going to see Jesus one day. It's here. But when I started living for God, I made up my mind. This is for the long haul. I'm going to live for him forever because he was good to me that night. God has done stuff in my life that no other person or nothing else could have done. Only God. But I tell you this, though, Brother Rodney, through it all, just being faithful to God, being faithful to the church, being faithful to everything that God has allowed me to be faithful of, I was. But I watched my seven other siblings kneel down at an old-fashioned altar just like I did and receive the same Holy Ghost just like I did. Why? Because you can win your family. You can win your family to God. Don't let the devil make you feel they're too far or they don't want to hear. They're listening. But they won't admit it. You just keep on telling them about the love of Jesus. Don't preach to them. Just love them. I can teach Bible studies. I can pray the prayer of faith. You can. You know what we need? Seriously, center point, you know what we need? We need every man in this church tonight at 430 to meet pastor in that prayer room. No, let me repeat that again. We need every man in this church tonight to meet your pastor in that prayer room. You want a new birth experience in this church? Meet me in that prayer room this evening. Come on, ladies, well, I'll tell you what you need. You need to take that pastor's wife, and you need to grab her by the hand and say, Pastor's wife, you won't be praying in that prayer room by yourself tonight because I'm coming. I'm going in that prayer room, and we're going to stir up the gift. That's, oh, 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 oh. Woo! Oh, I, I'm going to mess with you. You know I'm going to. Well, I pray at home. I doubt it. If you can't pray at church, I'm pretty sure you ain't got much of a prayer life at home. It starts in the house of God. For my house shall be called the house of prayer. Let me tell you something, friend. What's the last thing a person depends on at the end of his life? Prayers. Hey, I'll preach two funerals 
this past week and attend for it. And the last thing, the last was prayer. Let me tell you something. It starts in a prayer room, and I promise you this, it's going to end in a prayer room. We need Jesus. I said we need Jesus. I can be a good husband or a good wife. I can be a great Sunday school teacher. I can be a prayer warrior. I can be a great giver. I can be the most faithful, the most dedicated. I can be. You can be. I remember several years ago, Brother Francois walks in my office and with tears rolling down his face, and this is the statement he made me. He says, I want to become whatever God wants me to become, not just for this church, but for you, Pastor. I want to pray for you like I never prayed for you before. I'm going to stand behind you like I never stood behind you before. Hey, let me tell you something, it works. It does me something when somebody tells me, hey, Brother Beard, I'm praying for you today. I'm praying for you this week. I'm praying for you. We need one another. And the greatest gift or the greatest thing you can ever do for one another is pray for one another. Especially in the hours we are living. We're living in troubled times. But, oh, God, but the church is not going to be shook because prayers was going to hold us. Amen. But I believe before the end is here, we're really going to learn how to pray. Come on, we, hey, Pastor ain't got, hey, listen, Pastor won't even have to unlock the doors. You're going to say, Pastor, I'm not leaving tonight. I'm just going to go ahead and pray the whole night through. It's coming a time. Come on, when, hey, you know when God becomes everything is when he's, at, when he's all we have. It's coming to the time. And I don't want to rain on your parade or nothing like that. But it's not going to get any better. If you think it's going to get any it's, the Bible says it's not going to get any better. It's this downhill. And the only thing that we have to rely on is what we got on the inside. Amen. It's the Holy Ghost that's going to keep us. It's going to help us. I can be the best musician. I can be the greatest singers. I can also be the greatest pastor or the greatest teacher. I can become whatever God wants me to become because he says I can. I can be more. I can do more. I can give myself more in 23 than I ever did before. You know, that's all. I really felt from the very beginning of the year that I'm not the only one that's feeling this. There are people under the sound of my voice has made this comment to you, your, your mates. You have made this comment to your children. I just want to do more this year. I want to see more. Come on. I want to see God work more in my family. I want to see the Holy Ghost move more in our churches. It's a, it's a desire in the majority of the church body. So what stops God from doing that? Nothing. Because I can have it. You can have it. Let's stand. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it changes and impacts your life for days to come. If you would like to connect with us further, give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash Centerpoint Pentecostal Church or just search Centerpoint Pentecostal Church on Facebook. If you would like to join one of our services in person, the service times and address are in the podcast description. 
Thank you and God bless, and we hope to see you on the next episode.